Welcome to the MD Show. You are in the zone with Bianca Banks and Jasmine Shannon. Two women touching on current and cultural events, discussing generational perspectives. We are mother and daughter, women of color on our grind. Buckle up your seatbelts and welcome to the, the MD Show. Welcome, welcome, MD Show, Dash Radio, Boomerang Station. We are here. I'm your host, Bianca Banks. And I'm your co-host with the wonderful, beautiful birthday woman, Jasmine, now Megan's Shannon, Megan's Shannon. (laughs) Well, it's Uh your birthday too, young lady. I guess so. It's birthday. You know, it's strange because usually like we do like all month stuff. And this time it's just been like, let's just get, I just want it over with. Yeah, we're busy. I mean, we're busy, Booked y'all. And busy. It's, it's hard. It's hard. Well, I have, yeah, we're busy. we're busy. Okay, so we have some some stuff to share about our about our stuff ourselves. Um, and Jasmine's going. Well, first, I, well, first I have to tell you guys a Cairo story oh, want, about this morning. Okay. Um, he, he, update on Cairo. He's so big. And um, I sat on the floor with him and um, cut his nails down this morning, and then he gave me a kiss after. He did. Like, so you guys, he started kissing me and it's just the cutest thing. He like, uh oh, email. He, um, he will like grab my face and kiss me. So I'm really enjoying that. That's interesting because yesterday he, um, decided that I couldn't touch his crib and then he bit me last week. So that's where we are right now. Little Cairo. He is amazing. We know we love him. He's so cute. But, um, yeah, kids are interesting, you guys. Okay, so we're going to talk about today a couple things, right? A couple things we have to talk about. Um, we're going to talk about Jasmine because Jasmine was featured in hip hop wait i'm gonna get it right hip hop weekly magazine <laughs> digital digital no i was in digital too hip hop weekly i feel okay. like i don't know if i did right yeah i was i think digital but i also feel like i did like a live interview with them too but it's really really like that's so big. So we're going to talk about that article today and we're going to read it and we're going to share it. And also, I'm really excited because after we finish this birthday week, um, and we're going to do a little fun birthday quiz. Did we already talk about that? Maybe, maybe not. And some other stuff that's going on is that after the birthdays, we're getting ready to head on down to Xavier University and I'm hosting homecoming. So I'm super excited, you guys. We cannot wait. Oh I my really I've been waiting to go. There's nothing like HBCU yeah. homecoming. Like it's coming home. Welcome home. There's nothing like red velvet cake. Um, <laughs> That's what birthday. I'm eating right now. Yes, yes. Okay. So, Jazz, kick it off. I would like for you to share this article. So, you guys, I'm really excited about this article. Hip Hop Weekly magazine. It's talking about me (laughs) 
and my dance career it, it, the the headline is um jasmine shannon the woman the myth the dancer you know i kind of feel weird when i see jasmine shannon still because i'm like that's not my last name but it is still my name guys my, shannon is still my name legally i moved it to my middle name so jasmine shannon is technically my first name and my middle name and that way you know i could keep jasmine shannon as my stage name um that you know because you know with the agents and with all these you know you know connections that you make through the industry i mean it's just difficult to like be like okay no don't call me that you know people literally still call me shannon like as my first name so it's like you know jasmine the shannon one like you know that everyone <laughs> knows me as you know jasmine shannon so we, we and my mom had like a meeting about that this morning and we just okay that's what it is Jasmine Shannon is the stage name. Um, but, um, it go, you know, it goes into how I started my career, obviously dancing for dancing at Lula Washington dance theater in um, Los Angeles, California, starting there, then moving to Oregon state university for four years, coaching for a year after I graduated, then going to the Portland trailblazer dance team the amazing blazer dancers and then traveling down to back to LA where I dove into the commercial industry. Um, and, and it really talks about the first couple sentences I think are something that I really cherish and something that I really do want to share and, and, and inspire young moms and, and, and creatives. It says, a lot of people say you can't have it all. The family, the career, the dream life. Jasmine Shannon is a dancer choreographer who shows the world every day that with hard work and determination, having it all is possible. Jasmine has worked her way to the top of the dance world while being a mom, wife, business owner, dancer, and she's just getting started. I think that that's really important. I think that that's a lot what I've heard from a lot of people, you know, is wow, you inspire me. You make me feel like I can have a child. And and it's interesting because so many dancers are pregnant and having kids right now. Like, like, and me and my agent talked about it the other day and she was like, you know, you know, just, just, she just talked about how like camps are having to be more considerate now of people's schedules and lives because a lot of people are married. A lot of people have kids. A lot of people have, have other schedules that they have to juggle other than just sitting around at home waiting to get a call to be on a job. It's not like that anymore, you know? Um, and so, so many people have told me, you know, what did you do? How did you lose the weight? How did you, I'm like, y'all people losing weight is easy. If you, if you, if you put in the work and if you, and if you have discipline, like that's, that, that's really, that's really, I feel like, first of all, I'm, I was talking to an actor the other day. And she was like, yeah, I had to lose weight 30 pounds for the Tina, Tina, uh, Tina Turner girl. And then I had to gain 30 pounds back the next month. I'm like, look, y'all, if these, uh, uh, you know, if we attached money to losing weight, we would do it easily. My mom and I discussed that. Like, okay, if, if, um, Universal's like, okay, we want you to play this role. You're great. We love the look, but we need you to gain 45 pounds, but we'll give you three, $3.7 million dollars we're going to gain the 40 pounds. So it's interesting how like, you know, we, 
it's, it's a very mental thing. And I think that also the wedding, my wedding had a huge part of that. You know, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta look snatched on my wedding day. I want to look back at these, you know, at these photos and be like, okay, I, I was happy and, and I was where I wanted to be to, to walk down the aisle, even though, you know, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's really for us. It's as a woman, it's, it's, it's for us, you know, it's not, it's not about, oh, I want to look good in front of everybody else. It's, it's where I, how I wanted to feel on my wedding day, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of what Dylan thought, even though Dylan's like, you could be 750 pounds. I don't care. I'm like, okay, well, no, that's not okay. It's a do it for yourself. Most importantly. Right. So I, I got on a really strict regimen with this amazing company that my mom and I love. It's called Sunfair. Everyone look up Sunfair. They drop off your meals every day. Um, they're very fresh, really good. But it's this intermittent fasting diet that really helped kickstart my metabolism back. And I think that that's really what happened. It wasn't really like, oh, I lost all the weight from the from the um, from the diet, and then I'm not losing or gaining anymore. It's more so like it kickstarted the metabolism that I had before I got pregnant. Um, it, it, it got my body back on, on track, detoxing, like, you know, carrying a child for nine months and all these things. So I feel like discipline is hard because you guys dieting is not easy and healthy dieting is even harder because really the intermittent fasting is okay. You only can have this amount of servings. You have to drink three liters of water, but then you only can eat between 11 and seven or 12 and eight. And that's the hardest part when we're at home and we're chilling and we're watching movies and we want to snack and we want to eat all these things, you know, so it really helps you get your, you know, kickstart your diet and all these things. So I feel like in general, closing this article and how I felt about it, I think that beginning, those three beginning sentences that I just read are the most important things. And, you know, they, and my mom can attest to this as well, where people try to associate motherhood and, and being a wife as, oh, they're, they're just boring. They have to stay home now. Jasmine, we can't invite her anywhere anymore because she's a mom. No, mm -mm. that's because you have to choose the right person and, and the right situation where you're going to be able to still live your life, you know? And luckily my job is fun, you know, dancing is fun. You know, so that's really where I, that's, you know, I get all my traveling, um, itching, itching out with dance. I get all my little night outs on the town with dance because I'm able to travel, you know, do what I love, but then it's, it's also fun. And, you know, so I, you know, I'm really proud of the article and I really appreciate Justine management, Justine Monet management for getting me this article and for Kiana Lyons for writing the article um, I love my management team. Um, and I'm so grateful. And it comes out on the week of our birthday. So that was super cool. Yes, it's very important because had I not given birth to you, then this article would not even be in circulation. <laughs> you know what? That is very, and very true. We already know that just because we have children, that does not stop our lives. No, mm. it's not easy though. Not, it's not easy though. Well, especially, especially you have to like be able- right now because for me, it's it's like cool. becoming a lot more manageable because my son is older, and you know what I mean. He's self sufficient, and so like you know, he's able to like you don't really, he doesn't really need like a babysitter. You know what I mean? 
He does. Mm-hmm. We we do know he needs to be monitored. Apparently, right. <sighs> Child. Um, but but you yes, know, you but, guys. But like for you, it, it's really really hard. You know because stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, a, an mm-hmm. infant requires you know twenty four hour care. Poor little things. You know, because he yeah. can, it's like they can't talk. Yeah. He can't. You know. You can't even talk. You can't, you know, you have to make sure that they're comfortable by just going off of their little energy and their body language or, you know, mm-hmm. they can't mm-hmm. tell you, you know, I need to change my diaper, diaper, even though you can smell that they need to change their diaper, diaper. <laughs> things like that. Or a seat. But that's or a all seat. part of, you know, motherhood, fatherhood, raising children. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's great. I'm loving it. And I'm loving it. And I think like, you know, I think another thing too is like trusting your journey and the timing of your life. I mean, I remember right when I got pregnant, I or right after I had Cairo, I booked a job and then I got released from the job and I, and I, and I had a really hard time. Um, but that just motivated, motivated me to just go harder, to be honest. I mean, that's what really was like, okay, I got to lose this weight. I got to get in the studio. I got to keep training. I got to keep like, you know, like, and it's those pivotal moments in your craft where you really have to just be like, you got this push through period.com. Like, don't let this one thing, like, I'm going to come back and I'm going to prove to them that I'm, you know, and I really wasn't ready for that job. I keep telling people that because I really wasn't. I literally was two months out from having Cairo. I was very overweight, um, just not overweight, but I just still had a lot of my water weight for my, for my pregnancy and being on the IV for 25 hours, you know, like that. That's really where all that blo- that all that bloated comes from when you see pregnant ladies. It's not even half the time from the actual pregnancy; it's from that IV that they had you on. Um, and so, and so, you know, that really motivated me. And then, you know, fast forward, I got rehired like to do a job with that same choreographer who cut me. And like, and I think that's something that's really hard with dance is that it's it's a business, but it's a personal business because it's an individual business, right? And it's like. It, you know, you have to, you know, prove yourself. You have to stay in the loop. You have to make sure that you, you know, so it's like me going to like the jetes and the carnivals and showing up. And every time I show up to these events, these dance events, everyone's like, oh, mama's out. Mama's outside. She stepped out. I'm like, okay, look, I'm here to watch these, uh, watch these things show my face. It's like just showing your face sometimes shows people like, oh, she's in it. Like just because she has a kid and she got married, she's still in it. Like, you know, and so it's, it's little things like that, you know, and it's also, you know, being transparent about those things with my partner too. I was like, Dylan, I have to just go to this thing and like show up for like an hour and then I can come home. And, you know, it's, it's just one of those industries where there's no blueprint there. It's not a corporate business. There's no policies. There's no, um, you just kind of are in it and you know, you know how to move and you know, which people to, um, to talk to and, and what genuine relationships to build and, and, and keep those relationships. Lorianne Gibson, I've, I've been able to work with recently. Her, her main thing is dance is about relationships. And she always says that to us and it's true. And it's about really being a genuine person and making genuine connections with people. Yeah. I was just going to, you know, I just wanted to add to, you know, um, to one of your comments about, you know how you felt really discouraged physically after you had baby Cairo? 
And look where you mm -hmm. are now. You know what I'm saying? That's a big deal. It's like you're dancing with Koi, Diddy. That was really good. I'm like, I'm tired of people hitting me up. They're like, tell her to put me. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I'm like, I haven't you even guys. met the man. The yeah, you guys, I'm really big about, I do my job and I go Scorpio home. Too. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, I know. And he says that he talks about it in rehearsals all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm in the back, like waving my hand, like, like I need everyone to know. And, uh, and yeah. you also had the pleasure, the huge people. I don't understand people that to me, it's a big deal. I mean, dancing in front of Beyonce and Jay-Z. I mean, what, oh my what, gosh. what are you talking about? Yeah. So I, I recently like shout out. Shout out to, Ch they hate her. Shout out to Chuck Maldonado, um, the choreographer of Stomp the Yard, the choreographer of um, Step Up, the one in Miami. I don't know what it's called. Um, he's done so many things. He's amazing. He's an OG. He is just he's also, amazing. He's also so he hired me. He's also a Kappa, very involved, very, very, very involved. Um, and he hired me to perform at the Wearable Art Arts Gala, which is Tina Knowles and Richard Lawson's charity event, which was literally, it's like Black Hollywood, you guys. The, the theme this year was Roaring Twenties. Well, I feel like it's becoming the the Black Met Gala. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the outfits were Issa Rae was there, Hallie and Chloe, uh, Boris Kojo, LL Cool J, Kelly. Uh, Damson, Kelly Rowland, um, Who's the other one? Michelle. Um, um, who else? It was everybody. I was like, what is going on? And it was all, it was a black event. So, I mean, like the food was like lobster tails, oxtails, red beans and rice, uh, jerk chicken, um, like chili cheese slider. I mean, it was just like so good. And then it was like open bar. So that was great. But it was definitely like a, oh, mommy, you know who the casting director is? Rebby? Rebby, Ruby, she wears like a yeah. a, a, a blunt cutting glasses. Um, she was there. I got to Rob, meet her. Robin. I feel like I knew Rob, her. Rob, Robbie Reed. Yep. Met her. I feel like I've met her multiple well, times. Well, she I think and, I've seen you know, her. her and John were like extremely close. That's how I met her. Okay. Because I think she casted Boys in the Hood. I think so. Yeah. Mm, because, I mean... So anyway, so this, so anyways, this movie or this, this event specifically was honoring Angela Bassett. Um, and we did a, a proud Mary tribute, um, with one of the act amazing actresses who also got to play Tina, uh, Tina Turner in the series, who also plays Emmett Till's mother in the new, um, series that's coming out till I think. Um, and she literally is amazing. She can sing, she can dance. Kiki Palmer was there. I mean, it was so cool. And like Beyonce and Jay-Z are like sitting right in front of me and I didn't know what to do except look forward. So, you know, it was great. We killed it. You know, we love an open bar moment. We love a job where we can like drink wine. And, and I mean, that's why dance is fun. Like it's not serious. We don't have to sit at a desk. We don't have to, you know, and, and then on top of that, it keeps me moving. And I think moving is so important to happiness um, and, and connecting with yourself. Um, 
and and it's a certain release. You, you say I say that at the end of the um, article. I say here. Um, Jasmine wants to show people how dance is more than just movement, but a tool that can be used to help us grow in life. I've always said that because, like, even from my Lula Washington days, it really molded me, obviously, with the major help of my mom because, I mean, come on now. It's Bianca Banks in the building. She's everything. Um, But when you put your kids in these extracurricular activities, it's not just about oh, like I need to keep them busy and I need them to do something. It's It, it teaches them how to, you know, figure out how to communicate with a bunch of different personalities, how to deal with, you know, being respectful to elders outside of who your parents are and, and understanding what an elder and respecting your elder means and following directions outside of your parents' directions and teaching them the tools of, okay, if my mom, you know, when my mom drops me off, I have to still be, rooted in what she's, you know, um, instilled in me morally. Right. And then, then obviously that continues to go on. Like when you go to college and now you're on your own and you're figuring out bigger life things without them being there every day, or, or if you go, you know, it doesn't have to be college, but you know, wherever you decide to go once you turn 18. So I think that for me, dance really taught me a lot of that. And, and that is what made me love it even more. Because I was like, oh, I'm learning how to be a woman. I I remember they they gave us long talks about hygiene and like making sure we bring wipes and deodorant, like just little things like that, that women just need to hear from other people other than their parents to understand, like to click and, you know, as young kids developing like, oh, wow, this is a big deal. Like, it's not just my mom saying it. It's like, it's a thing. So I, I feel like, you know, that, that really resonated with me. Yes. And, you know, it's interesting because sometimes it's like, you just feel like, it's my mom, it's my mom. Oh my God, she's wearing me out. You know what I mean? <laughs> and when you hear, con- you know, constructive guidance from other people, you're like, oh, okay, it's not just my mom. You know, it's like a real thing in life. But when we come back, we will talk more about this and we're going to move on to birthdays you guys back in a second you wonder why, why i don't come around like i used to be around like i used to it's not you it's me i got a different side of urgencies now scared of watching my life go down a drain can't let it be the 
decisions, how I'm living, and I like it. We're stuck in the feeling, never feeling nobody enough. Stuck in the feeling, got your hands all on me, so I Track carefully, no bro. Track carefully, no panties. I track carefully till I'm on top of you and now I I can't front, I want you bad as you want me to. Can't front, really want you bad as you want me to. You better as you want me And I bet it's good Cause you know what you're doing you know what you're doing I can't front I want you better as you want me to Came from really want you better as you want me to I want you better as you want me and I bet it's good cause you know what you're doing you know what you're doing welcome back welcome back here we are um <laughs> we are talking about birthday stuff because I'm sitting here eating my birthday cake one of them one of them this is why I have to go on the sun fair because I literally have like seven cakes to eat during this week. And you guys already know what's going to happen with that. It goes in all the wrong places, y'all. Um, but we're going to talk about, um, we're going to have a birthday quiz. But before we do that, we're going to talk about Kanye. So I get like, so, I get beaten up in my DMs about you know, why Why do we still talk about him? I'm like, I think it's important that we talk about Kanye, y'all. I mean. Yeah, I think it's a pretty historical moment. So if you guys have been following the show since the Kanye sagas, you know that I really, like, I really have been a supporter. Like, You know what I mean? I'm like, he's not talking crazy. You know, he's just standing up for himself or he's saying the things that nobody would say mm -hmm. um, out loud, but he just mm -hmm. like, it seems to be like getting worse and worse and mm -hmm. he's, you know, he's on the spiral. So there, and then also there was like this attack on Jews. Um, he made a lot of anti-Semitic comments and then he's like, you know, kind of like taunting these companies. He's like, go ahead and like, I don't care what you do. Go ahead and drop me. Like I, like I am the brand. Like I am, you know, and then mm -hmm. it just kind of started to, you know, like since this past weekend, now it's like, okay, well, you know what? The first thing is when Anna Wintour does not want to be your friend anymore. Right, Ooh, Lord, that put me out. And does not want to, you know, have any business ties with you. And you all know that she is the co-queen of the Met Gala. So I guess he won't be invited there anymore. I'm like, this is kind of worse than Will Smith, you guys. Um, Like, totally. Yeah, it's like way worse. Um, Okay, and then he got dropped by CAA, which is like, damn, like, I feel like Kanye had a great life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Right. Like but honestly but honestly it's like he don't care. Like and, and that's something that I kinda this is a thing. 
America is a very industry hungry, greedy, greedy industry. <laughs> People will put down who they want to put down to get what they want. And that's what I think is going on right now. A lot of this is, oh, I have to publicly say that I'm against this man to be able to keep my check. If it had nothing to do with money, like for example, I hate the Kardashians. I'm sorry. They're just annoying. But like, like when they all posted on their stories, like I stand for the Jewish community. I'm like, okay, you guys get the, like Chris is telling you guys to post this because you have a lot of deals that you have to withheld. You have to post this because you have to show them that you don't stand with what Kanye is saying. I mean, it's just like money rolls everything. And if these people didn't have these types of deals on the line, then it would be crazy. It would, like no one would be treating him like this. Okay, so CAA drops him, and then, oh, well, actually, Balenciaga drops him first, so you already know that's a huge deal. You know what I'm saying? Then he's just, like, going, like, I don't I don't know about, like, I don't know that I really was comfortable. I think this is when I started my pushback with the conversation he had with Tremaine about Virgil. Like, I just felt like, okay, what's going on? Because he was basically like, I hated Virgil's fashions and you hated Virgil's fashions, but like, I love him and like just all this stuff. I'm just like, okay, this is so all over the place, you know? And it, it's, it's like, maybe this is some of the stuff I guess Kim was going through. You know what I'm saying? Like you got, like, even though like they get on our nerves, it's like, you got to kind of think like she probably tried her very, very best. You know what I'm saying? And then was just like, I cannot, you know, and it's actually surprising that he still has like um, shared custody because I would think that like this is this is how we know courts are crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because I would think that if somebody is acting out as much as he is, that they would like reevaluate some things. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, are your children in danger or like what's going on? You know what I'm saying? So, but anyways, long story short, then, okay, Adidas drops him um, today, and then that led Forbes to basically release a statement saying that 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 contract held, I think it was like, what, $300 or whatever, Um, and that they were going to lose $300 by severing ties with him, but that, the you know, the end of that relationship basically um, pushed Kanye off of the Forbes billionaire list. Um, his net worth last year, net worth was 1.3, with a B, y'all, $3 billion. And now they said with the loss of this relationship, it's only like $400 million. I mean, but guess what? I would take $400 million. You feel me? <laughs> what say you, Jay? Yeah, I mean, yes, the $400 million, of course. But it's also like... You know, he ha- even though, you know, yes, it's Kanye. Yes, he's going to say what he wants. He has, he, you still have to be respectful of, of, of the, I mean, the country that you're deciding to live in, which means that you can't just go for people's religions, race. I mean, that works on all sides, right? You know, we're trying to stand for our race and the minorities. And it's like, you're over here talking mess about Jewish people. Obviously, there may be a lot of truth to what he's saying about them being in control of a lot of the higher parts of money and industry or all these things. But, you know, obviously you understand that it's dangerous to, to, to talk about those things publicly in a way of 
F you, F you, F you. I mean, also, okay, they're having meetings without you. They're having meetings without you, but it's like you're Kanye West. Do you want to be in every single meeting that you're the, the Yeezy team at Adidas has? Like that isn't, that's unrealistic. That means that you would have to be a full-time employee at Adidas living in Portland, Oregon. You know what I'm saying? Like it just doesn't, it just like, so it's like, okay, if you see people having meetings about about your your brand, then that's probably a good thing because that means that they're working while you're doing other things. But also, you know, yes, I would want, if I would want to be, you know, in the loop and respected. And I'm sure they have a system for that because I mean, not, it's not like everyone's just going to be calling him 24 seven. So I think he kind of, he did overreact in that sense of like, why are they having meetings about me? And like, okay, well they have, I mean, that's what they are, they're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you want them to do? Not, I don't think that, I think creatively it's frustrating when, you know, you have another company make a decision about, your brand or you or they're airing other things out about your brand without you being involved but i think that there's also a way to communicate that there's a way to be like hey i don't like this can we discuss this like but of course that's not how kanye works okay so basically it says that adidas's decision cost yay his billionaire status Forbes estimates that without the Adidas deal, his net worth has dropped to $400 million, which comes from his, now this is what he has, okay? Um, he has his music catalog, um, his real estate, and did you know this? I did not know this. He has, he owns a 5%, um, he owns 5% of skims. Oh, I mean, I knew that. I mean, obviously. Oh, well, yeah, because it's like, he, that was his designer and Silas, well, you know. He has a big part of that brand. Um, yeah. So that made his net worth $1.5 billion, But um, yep, now he's dropped. So now I'm trying to figure out what exactly. Okay, so this is what he said on this radio show on October the 16th. I can say any anti-Semitic things and Adidas cannot drop me. Now what? <laughs> I'm like, child, they gonna drop. He's hilarious. I mean, it's just, ugh. it's too much. Now I don't know, like, what I mean, what like, so is this is this like the end of like all this like his endorsements, like the deals? Mm, I'm not sure. I don't know how many deals he has, you know, but. But I think he, I mean, the thing too with the music thing, so Kanye was already, and I think this is why people are mad at him, but remember Kanye was already on the road to doing everything through his own self, even with his music when he did the STEM player and made, what, like all this money after the selling of the STEM player, which pretty much allows him to release music on his own through his own platform. Um, so I think he's, he already was in this direction of, I don't need the quote unquote white man to help me make any money. I can just do it myself. He already is on that road, which is what I, which is what I feel like made people start to like get mad at him because they want him to go through them. Right. But now they're like, well, now we don't want you because now you, you talking crazy and society and society, society will not buy our brand if we don't cut you off. You know, they're trying to protect their coin. They're trying to protect, well, I can, we can't represent him anymore because now he's talking mess about all these things. And if we continue to support him, no one will buy our stuff. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's interesting because I'm like, he's just trying to do everything on his own anyways, but it's like in the process, he's kind of ruining relationships. Not kind of, he is ruining relationships. He is ruining those relationships, honey. So we will keep you posted as you guys know, this is not over, sadly. But I wonder if like, you know, if he like becomes mentally better, if he'll be like, oh damn, like I messed up like all that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I doubt it. But let's move on to the birthday quiz. Are you ready? Birthdays. First of all, Scorpio season. Hey, Scorpio, Scorpio. We love the Scorpio. The best sign of the Zodiac. Absolutely. Best sign of the Zodiac. Okay, this is your first question. What is your favorite color? Hmm. Let me no, guess. No, I'm supposed to ask you the questions, Mommy, and you're supposed to answer. Oh, yeah? Or, or, okay, if you want to ask them first, then you can go first since your birthday's first, and then I'm supposed to answer. Okay, honey. Go ahead. <laughs> so what's your favorite color? Yes. Um, There's three. Okay. Black, pink, and red. Four. And white. Yeah. <laughs> you know why it's not Right. Okay, second question. What is my favorite comfort food? Um, oh, you're gonna know what it is. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of hard. Comfort? No. Comfort food? Like, like it's cold. I want to be cozy. Oh, ice cream? Like Beyonce? I want to be cozy like them. I don't know. No, it's 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 what you're making me. Oh, tamale pie? Yeah. Ah. Okay, so what's mine? Oh wait, what? Okay, we'll we'll go down like that. Well, okay, now what's my favorite color and what's my favorite comfort food? Your favorite color is black, and your favorite comfort food is oh, corn chowder. My favorite color is not black. Your favorite color is red, <laughs> and your favorite comfort food is corn chowder. Mm, okay, yeah. Your favorite comfort food is pasta e vajoli. Right. I'm like I'm, the food one for me is hard, guys, because I like everything. So yeah, that was good. Corn chowder, I do love. Okay, next question. I make a good one, too. Mm-hmm. And it's vegan. <laughs> um, what is um, your favorite? What is my favorite birthday song? Hmm, no, no. What is my song? What is my favorite song? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Oh, oh okay. Oh, Tina Marie. Tina Marie. Tina Marie. Um, bum, bum, bum. Good thing I'm not going to give you a music contract. I'm hot and I'm cold. I'm rich and I'm poor. And I'm on this earth many times mm-hmm. before. I once I was a white girl. That song. Mm-hmm. What song is that called? I can feel it for sure. I've been here before. Boo, boo, boo. Is it Rendezvous? I don't know. But guys, Tina Marie is probably her favorite. So that I got that. Jeez. I can watch her like documentary a million times. Who's my what's my favorite song? I don't have one. Okay, well that's good. Um <laughs> Next question. Where were you born? Where was I born? Los Angeles, California. Los Angeles, California. Better believe it. I don't know if you know where I was born, but we'll see. You better believe it. Next question. 
I don't have a favorite elementary school teacher. Do I? Um, okay. This is a hard one too. What is my favorite movie? Oh, I know. Um, Once Upon a Time in uh, America. I'm sorry. Hold on. The one, the one that that used to watch in college, and it was like Once Upon a Time. That is it, right? Yeah, but I mean, that is your favorite movie. That's one of my favorite movies. That thing is four hours long. The Once Upon What is it called, Mommy? Once Upon a Time in America. Yeah, okay, I was right. That thing is long. So what's your other favorite movie? Um, there's so many, right? Those are hard. Whenever you say, like, favorite song, favorite movie, those are hard categories. You know? The VHSs, guys, that we used to have. Yes, VHSs. Um, I, she used to have Soul Food. That, I think that was one of your favorites. It could be, like, it could be, like, 16 Candles or... Or Pretty in Pink, or like The Goonies, or you know, which was shot in Cannon Beach, Oregon. Thank you very much. It was, it was, it was. I've, 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 I learned that. I learned mm-hmm. that. Um, got it, got it, got it. You know, Jaws. I know your favorite movies. I know what they are. What are they? Because whenever I fly, <laughs> that dang Harry Potter takes up four swipes to get past. I'm like, how many? You guys, I love that about um, all the flights right now. They have all Harry Potters, and I literally am obsessed. Okay, yeah, that's probably one of them. And then coming to America is my probably this two. And then there's just like a top five for me. That's what I'm saying. You know, just one. Okay, what is my nickname? BB. You know this. What is my alias? Tina. Very good. good. Well, it says, what is the celebrant's nickname? And then the other one says, what is the celebrant's second name? So Tina. My second name is Tina. Okay, next question. I don't have either one of those. Oh, I guess my nickname is what? And ironically, that wasn't because of Tina Marie. That's crazy. but wow we were just talking about that it was because and I actually just shared this with my mom it was because when I was little like Bianca is for me was like very hard to like articulate or pronounce like people would always be like what like how do you spell it b they would like butcher it like b-e-h-y I'm like okay So in order to make things easy, and you know, every time you go to anywhere and they ask you for your name for the order and all that, I just say Tina. Tina. That's it. Okay, next. Tina has a last name. What's her last name? Sands. Oh, yeah. Tina Sands. I knew that. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, next. You know, sometimes I write emails. Well, Tina, Tina sends emails. Oh my gosh, mom. If you guys ever get one. You guys look out for Tina, okay? Look out for Tina. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, oh, okay. How do I like my coffee? You know this? She likes her coffee black on Tuesdays, black with cream on Wednesdays, and then black. Black, 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 black. No sugar. No. No sugar, but it's always it's always with cream. But you do like it black sometimes. Mm-mm. Okay, well, black with a splash of cream. How do I like my coffee? <laughs> Five pumps of sweetener. 
two half pumps, some cream, <laughs> some hold the whatever in the larger cup than most. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, don't you hate you guys? Like, don't you hate like going to like you're like, oh, do you want some coffee? You want something from Starbucks? And you expect it to be like a very simple. Those people, you guys are you guys are crazy. So you guys it is Starbucks are crazy. You're right. It's yeah. like it's like nobody goes to Starbucks and just says, I would like a cup of coffee and cream. It's like eight pumps of sugar, no sweetener, a half pump of lemonade. I'm well, like, it's what? Starbucks's fault for giving us all the options. So let me tell you, I have two go-to coffees. I have my my like going to the coffee shop coffee choice, and then I have my own coffee machine at home where it's I call it Cafe Jazz. Cafe Jazz coffee. I'm able to froth my own milk. I'm able to. So my my coffee at home is a latte. But a van- with vanilla cinnamon on top. Okay. Okay, so good. And then at, at Starbucks, it's a iced grande caramel macchiata with almond milk. And then right now, I add a pump of pumpkin spice. <laughs> to make it a little harvesty. So that's my coffee choice. I cannot wait. Let me tell you. I cannot wait to go to Disneyland and get the coffee with the brandy in it. And I can't wait for the Harvest Margaritas from Bites and Bashes. So dang good, you guys. So good. Okay, so I think that that concludes our birthday quiz. But I just want to wish my baby a beautiful birthday. You guys, send her some love. Send her some birthday DMs. And send mommy send some love, too. Stuff. Her birthday's tomorrow, you guys. Send her mm-hmm. the Queen Scorpio of the family, y'all. We're so excited. It's a this is a milestone birth birthday for me. Turning 30 is, you know, it's it's so big. It's literally so big. Um, so and you guys don't forget to follow us. Don't forget to shoot us some comments, some show topics. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful week. See you next time. Oh, uh, uh,
said tonight, tonight. Just groove with me tonight. Won't you groove with me? It's all about vibes. Oh. oh, oh. 